So think about it. What are we as sinners prone to do when we think about ourselves? Well, we probably hear verses 9 and 10 about the bread and stone and the fish and snake analogies and giving them to our children. And we think, well, well, of course, I would never give my son a stone or a snake when they need bread or fish because I love them, right? And that's true. And Jesus actually assumes that about us. And so that part is easy for us to understand. We assume that about ourselves. But then, what do we sometimes assume about God? Well, crazy enough, we assume that we're obviously like this. But then towards God, you and I can be skeptical. (laughs) Or or to be blunt, what we can do is we can flip all this on its head and assume and know that, of course, we're loving toward our kids, but then we kind of subtly think, but God, man, he, he might not be kind towards his. He might not love me. Or to say it another way, we basically think, God can't love me as much as I love my kids. Do you get that? And, and honestly, we all do this. I do this all the time. Think about it this week. This is the main thing that stuck with me by far out of this whole passage because I know I deeply love each of my kids. And you know, if you have kids, you love your kids. And even if you do not have kids, you still totally know what it's like to genuinely, really love someone. We all know what love is. And then when it comes to God, sure, we confess biblically and theologically that it's God who ultimately, as the Bible says, is love, right? God is love. We know that, we say that, and we know that our love is just an echo of God's love, and it is. But then, again, when it comes to us sometimes really thinking about and interacting with God our Father, I, and I'm sure you, we're sometimes hesitant, aren't we? We know deep down that when we love someone, we really do love them. We wouldn't trick them or harm them. And Jesus says, and we're evil. (laughs) But then crazy enough, when it comes to God, we can think worse of him. We confess God is love. And in the next breath, or really the next thought, we think, but he doesn't truly love me. He won't give me the good thing I need. He may give me the stone or the snake. But that's where, brothers and sisters, we we all really need to see how backwards we've got it. (laughs) Because it's not, in reality, it is not, we're so loving and God sometimes may be like us. That's honestly insane. (laughs) Instead, in reality, the living God, your Father in heaven, if you are in Christ, he is so much better than we can ever fathom. He has never sinned. He has always been and is still perfectly loving towards his children. He really is. And so really, any love that you and I have, say, for our kids or for someone else, when we know that we really do love them and we would never trick them and give them a stone or a snake, that's to make us realize, and if I'm like that and I'm messed up, then I can know with 100% certainty that the perfect loving God will give me whatever good he sees fit. Or say it most simply, any, any drip of deep, genuine love that you and I truly feel in this life, like say for our kids, it should point us to the even truer and deeper ocean of God's love. And God's love for you and for me. 
Which all means that really, I do think that the overall application of this passage isn't just to pray more, nor is it just to believe that God will hear and answer us. But one last time, the biggest takeaway from all this is to really take note of and maybe change how you and I view God. Because do you know what sin does in all of us? Or really, do you know what the devil's scheme against us has basically always been since the fall entered into our history all the way back in Genesis 3? Well, essentially, and everyone in here, we really need to know this. Essentially, sin in us and the devil's scheme against us has always been to make us view God as the evil one. To make us view God as the evil one. But again, if you are here this morning, please just know that is simply not true. You and I can and do love people, yes, and we're messed up. And so imagine how much more God who isn't messed up, truly loves. And finally on this, if you are here this morning, and, 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 that's, and you are here and, and you do think that God is the evil one, and that maybe you or that we as human beings are the right ones, which is honestly the basic assumption of all humanistic and modernistic thinking, then following Jesus here in love, let me just say to you that you do have it totally backwards. <laughs> Because look at yourself, or, or look at us as humans in our history. We are not the pinnacle of love. Instead, the truth is God, Father, Son, Spirit, eternally God, is the source of all love. And he has always been, and he still is perfectly loving. And especially for us as people, let's realize, God not only has said that he's loving, but he has proved it to us over and over, and especially in the gospel, where he did what needed to be done to bring us back to him securely and forever by his grace and kindness alone. And so, one last time, honestly, we all know how messed up we are. And again, Jesus is saying, if we know real love and give good gifts out of that love, then that should really fuel us all to so deeply know that God is so willing to give when we ask, to make us find when we seek, and to open whenever we knock. He's that willing and that loving. Let's believe it, church.